0: Hi guys, Catherine here. I am still recording from my bedroom closet, but now that Boston is starting to reopen, we thought it was as good a time as any to start a new season. So I still really miss Molly and can't wait to be back in the studio with her. And of course, we are all somewhat apprehensive um, about this next phase of entering the new normal, but we're also really excited and really optimistic uh, and happy that Boston restaurants are starting to reopen. So we will still be talking to chefs and restaurant owners um, and getting their take on everything that's happening and hearing reports from their restaurants. And I hope that you'll join us. Today we're gonna be speaking with Andy Husbands from The Smoke Shop. It's an exciting week because restaurants are reopening and his were some of the first to do so. So I'm excited to hear from him about how sales are, how his staff is doing, and what it's like to be back in the restaurants. Hi, guys. I wanted to tell you about a really great personal care brand that we love called Curie. They've always had a deodorant that's aluminum-free that works really well that we adore, but they recently released a hand sanitizer that is super moisturizing and smells delicious. There's different scents like grapefruit or orange neroli or white tea. You have to check them out. So if you click a link in our show notes, you will get 20% off your order, or you can go to their website, curiebod.com, that's C-U-R dot com and use the code TFL 20 at checkout. So Andy restaurants are open and you guys are open. And yes. I was driving to row 34 two days ago and saw that you had tables out on the sidewalk, uh, in mm-hmm. Fort point. And then yesterday my husband and I, for our legit first moment away from work and kids and craziness, um, We saw that you were opening Kendall. My husband works in Kendall. And we stopped by for a margarita and wings. And it was crazy. And I just, you know, it's crazy times. It's difficult times. But I want to hear what your experience has been like reopening this week.
1: Wow. Um, Yeah. So um, ups and downs and a lot of intensity. You know, to back up, we never really shut down. Right. Um, For about a week we shut down. And then um, I realized I had 50 employees who couldn't collect. For one reason or another. Wow. Um, so, you know, while I lost my job too, um, you know, I was still able to pay rent or pay my mortgage and, and, and feed my, my twin daughters. And so we originally did, started to do pop ups, uh, weekends, and it was a lot of work. It was basically me and a couple of my friends volunteering and a couple managers that were collecting and volunteering. Um, and we partnered with Joanne Chang from flower and we just started, you know, just hustling it and, and trying to rate and basically, let's say we pulled in maybe 18,000 in a weekend, we would take 16 of it and give it to our team members that couldn't collect so they could feed themselves. Um, and then the other two use it to seed for the next week, um, and just kept doing that. But, but what I also wanted to do was to make sure that, you know, we were out there and that people knew we were out there and that people knew we were doing the right thing and so we slowly started to transition into being open. So being open or transitioning wasn't too tough for us. Um, right. You know, we were able to bring back our team members as demand came. And I'm so fortunate and happy the demand was there. And so, you know, through third-party uh, delivery systems, you know, Caviar, DoorDash, and just kind of kept out there hustling it. When, you know, finally the governor, you know, allowed us to open and, you um, then it became dealing with each city. And that was interesting. Um, you know, Somerville decided to do kind of their own route and pushed it back a couple of days. Uh, but overall easy to work with. And, you know, de- as far as dealing with city pretty quick, you know, and Cambridge, we already had space there uh, as we did in Somerville. So that was pretty easy and they even gave us more space. So if you were to go to Kendall today, you would see that we even actually have seats on the sidewalks and then, um, Boston gave us four parking spots, which is crazy. So we have a ton of space and we're working on more space. So Boston was very quick, easy. I I was just psyched. And let's be clear, you know, I'm a positive guy. So I'm really excited about this, but this isn't the remedy. You know, this isn't, this isn't going to, um, you know, you know, my kids aren't going to college on, on this. So you know it's it's it, but it's an amazing beginning and the energy and the excitement it's like opening a restaurant you know it's it's just and everybody's psyched like to see each other it's it's neat it's really neat.
0: So I'm assuming, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that this is just like this is how we hang on and get through, and the hope is that you know numbers continue to go down and we can safely reopen in a more normal way. Is is that right? Because like you said, the long term this is not a solution. Yes,
1: I mean that's that's it. So there's there's a. I mean, I don't know how deep or geek you want me to geek out on restaurants, but there's a lot of debt, okay? And the debt is interesting because it's not, you know, you can say, you know, or uh, like liquor debt. Okay, so there's that liquor debt. And, you know, if a restaurant did, let's just say they did $50,000 in sales, well, probably 40 of it they owe. So that week before they closed, they owe that money. And, and those companies are, are produce companies. They had to throw out all their vegetables. They're, you know, nobody's sitting back. Not many businesses are sitting back and going, oh, I'm fine. So it's a delicate dance that we're all doing together. And I, what I'm really impressed and psyched about is that our, our, our partners, our, our, our uh, purveyors are, are, we're partnering, you know, we're true partners. Mm-hmm. So I've been on the phone this morning talking to um, distributors going, okay, yeah, we owe you this. Okay. Well, how do we go forward? You know, and I had those conversations earlier on with other, other some companies just to get going and now we're trying to open up more and everybody's, we're working on plans. The hardest part, and this is what I, this is purely my opinion, it's, it's the landlord element. Yeah. And I do not want to make the landlord the bad guy in this statement uh, or gal. Uh, they, um, you know, they have obligations too. And if you were a landlord, and you were planning to pay your children's college education with that rent, it would be a hard, or pay your mortgage with that rent, right? It's, it's, so they need their money to some degree, but on the flip side is we can't pay pre-COVID rent today. Right. So we've been fortunate enough, our, our, our landlords are, um, are amendable to negotiations and just kind of like, let's all get together through the next year, and, 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 and that's kind of really the key. Uh, I think where you see restaurants closing, I, I won't name them, but some of them, a couple of them I'm thinking of that are, you know, were notable. Um, their landlords were like, no, I want my money. And they're right to say that they have a lease, they have a contract, you know? And, and, and that's, right. you know, if they don't want to negotiate, then they're going to have an empty space. That's their choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, echoing conver- conversations I've had with with other folks in the industry and friends and just saying, you know, the only way we get through this is if we really are yeah. partners. I mean, whatever your relationship was with your landlord before mm-hmm. this, if people are going to make this work, they're going to yeah. be partners. So I'm I'm curious, you know, how, how has this week, um, was it what you expected it to be like? Is it is it different? Like for people who have not yet ventured out, because there's only been a yeah. couple days <laughs> in which to do so, you know, can you describe sort of the the vibe and, and also just expectation management?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of excitement in the air, like, like a new restaurant opening. But there's like a, a little dark cloud that's kind of in the corner of your mind. And, you know, safety, safety, safety. And I think that's really important. That's important to our team members. Like when we were having Zooms the whole time, talking to them, And I'm like, okay, it's not going to look different. It's not like the snow is going to melt and then we can come outside. It's going to look the same and get your mind right about this. But, you know, we've got policies. We had policies in place before the the state had them in place. And, you know, uh, we take your temperature when you walk in for our staff members. Make sure they have gloves. Make sure they have masks. You know, we talk to them about their health. You know, make sure they're. we have alarms that go off every 30 minutes to wipe down everything, you know, to sanitize and disinfect everything. So we kind of had this in place, which is really great uh for the customers i mean they're excited you know um just to sit on the po- on the today it's so beautiful out i'm so excited to go in today and so there's that and the, it, but it's also a little bit like i feel like i have a corvette and i can only go 10 miles an hour <laughs> That's you know great i feel like yeah. you know i'm just like oh man this thing goes so fast i you know i want to put it in perspective the smoke shops and uh, it's such a passion project so, uh, barbecue is i'm so i just love it and I love it every bit. Of it. When I talk about barbecue, I mean about celebration and family and gatherings. That's what I'm talking about. And we used to serve about 10,000 people a week. That's what we should be serving right now if this was non-COVID. Right. So it's, it's, it's exciting yet it's sad. But as the leader, you know, I mean, I love my teams and I'm psyched to see them and psyched to see my customers. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's a lot of mixed emotions. It really is. And then there's the human part, which makes me sad. Is that we had to write budgets. We had to write, what are we going to do for sales for the next year? And they are about 40%, which means staff cutting. Mm -hmm. I'm super psyched that people are able, those that are able to collect can get that extra little money, the $600. That's great, you know, but that that runs out. And I think if we're honest, we know that there's not going to be a lot of jobs in our industry for the least short term, maybe long term. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen.
0: Right, right. Yeah, it was it was interesting as a customer yesterday to, you know, walk up and, mm-hmm. you know, I was at your Kendall location and you had the person greeting there with the mask and the sanitizer and the computer. And my husband and I were, were saying, we're like, we feel a little bit like we're 21 and going to the bar yeah. for the first time. And we're like, so what do like what do we do? Like we're here and we've been thinking about coming here for a long time. Um you know and it and it was great, and I, I totally from at least my perspective, it was the same thing that you describe as like excitement but also like a little bit of that cloud, but also once you sort of settle into it, I would say for people who are you know have made the decision that they do want to go out to eat and they feel good about it, like you sort of push through the awkwardness in the in the very beginning, and then once you settle in, you're like, okay, you know it's kind of like everything else that we've we've yeah. adapted to,
1: yeah, you just you just um. I mean, I think I might have, you know, I might be in shock personally, you know, like I'm really good at pushing the, in this industry, you got to be able to like, you know, not care about the broken glasses and just kind of keep moving on, you know, and, and be positive and go forward. So that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 52. So don't, is that right? Maybe I'm 51. I don't even know how old I am, but um, I think I'm 51. Um, But so that means I'm of age that I could get sick. And, but I just didn't even think about it, even though I have, you know, I did think about it. And of course my wife and I talked about it, but I just went at it because I had a job to do and I had to feed people. And that was my staff in the beginning, you know, and I just think, um, I think we all kind of just somehow put it in the back of our head and, and try to go forward, you know?
0: How do you feel mentally being back at work? Cause I've noticed a change. There's a couple of people I've had conversations with kind of before this happened, like when this was all sort of unfolding and then afterwards and... You're always a very energetic, positive person, but like the excitement in their voices and, you know, there was a huge mental health aspect of being back in the kitchen and that being a really important yeah. thing. H- how are you feeling from, I mean, you said that you're excited, but I just love to hear a little bit more.
1: Well, what's, what's awesome is watching the staff come in and greet each other and just they're like, because the juxtaposition is that of the day when we handed out the last checks and emptied our walk-ins, gave them all our food. And nobody didn't, nobody knew what the salutation was. Yeah. Is it goodbye? Like, we didn't know. Like, I'll see you later. Uh, I'll see you. We'll. I mean, because we didn't even have Zooms then, you know, we weren't even talking about, well, we'll Zoom next week, right? <laughs> and so, you know, like, it was so bizarrely strange where now it's super exciting and it's fun. Um. You know, it was fun watching everybody greet each other. And honestly, I walked into my seaport kitchen, and and it was a little slow because of the rain yesterday, like midday, so we didn't have any patio. My cooks were pulling out the ovens and stoves and cleaning the back of it. Like, this is like just uh, without being
0: asked. Oh, my gosh.
1: They were just like, you know what? They're psyched to be there and psyched to be working, you know? And we're not a, hey, if there's time to lean, there's time to clean kind of place. We're not that, you know? We're, hey, this is, we're a team, and we, you know, we clean as we need to. But, you know, so I'm not riding anybody, but they just did it on their own because they're psyched to be back, you know, and I'm just as happy that they're back and that we're all there together.
0: That's awesome. And then from a really practical perspective for people who want to come in and visit, um, a smoke shop, you have the, uh, Seaport location, the Kendall location, and the, um, uh, Somerville Assembly, one yes. in Assembly. World. It? Yep. Assembly. I'm like I used to go there all the time, and I don't even remember what it's called. Okay, so you have those three mm-hmm. locations. What what do they order? I had the I love your wings because they're like meat candy, so that's mm-hmm. what I had. But what are some favorites that people should be looking for?
1: So the top two the top two are ribs and burnt ends, and then followed by cornbread. Mm. I mean that's really. You know, that's the house we're built on. That's what we're really, really good at. <laughs> um, we haven't brought back bis- brisket yet, just sliced brisket. That will be a number one as well. Um, we're just waiting uh, for... The prices are insane right now. Beef prices. Yeah, meat so prices. We even had to, unfortunately, raise our prices, but we will drop them again on the beef once the prices go down. You know, um, it's, uh, you know we have to ebb and flow with all that stuff. But that's, that's what most people get, yeah. And then, this is crazy... We're working on opening another one. How about that?
0: You really are a crazy person. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Tell me everything.
1: So Harvard Square. Um, and, um, you know, it's going to be when the, it was the Boca space, which was open very short. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. before that. It was um, Sandrine's, uh, Chef Raymond Oast. I, I love that guy.
0: Oh my gosh. He's so wonderful. When I was in culinary school at BU, he taught a little bit. And that was like one of my favorite days. Yeah.
1: Fun fact is, uh, Sandrine's and my old restaurant, Tremont Six Four Seven, opened the exact same day in nineteen ninety six. Oh wow! Yeah. Also, a restaurant called Zinc, which lasted a year, and then the day after the Franklin, the Franklin Cafe opened. So all all at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. So you're so. When's the expected opening? I know. I mean, what does that even mean? What does that even mean I right now? I don't
1: even know. We're still in. We, our permits haven't been released, but what month is this? This is June. I don't know. I'd say the fall. I'd say we're going to open in the fall sometime.
0: Cool. Put it out there into the universe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll do it.
0: All right. And what are, what are we drinking? Because God knows we could all use a cocktail right now. <laughs>
1: uh, anything brown would be my answer. You know, we have, uh, we have New England's largest American whiskey list, over 240 labels. Um, Boulevardier on the rocks is my go-to. Uh, that's what I drink. Okay. Um, we have a slushy machine over in assembly, so we do all kind of like frozes to um, frozen Alabama slamas, uh, all sorts of fun stuff. So that's really cool. Um, you know, our we what's really neat about us is while we are a multi-unit, we let each location kind of create their own beverages or their own cocktails. Um, we love to see the creativity. So. Um, you know, I, I would suggest go and see what they have, what the, what are they making now? Because they've been pent up. So they've been cranking out some really good stuff lately. So,
0: okay. And because I'm realizing most, most people at this point have not maybe gone out. What is the, um, what is the order of operations? Do we go to your website to make a reservation? Mm. Like how do we, how do we, yeah. how do we go about getting a table? Yeah.
1: Good question. So we are open from 12 to 10 every day and I would encourage people to make a reservation you go to our website. Absolutely. Um, go to our website. Uh, you can, you know, there's a link there or you can call in either way, whatever's best for you. You can show up, but I would encourage you to make a reservation because we have very limited tables, but if you show up and get a space, good. And if not, you can grab some barbecue to go. It's built to go. So, you know, it's always tasty and you take it home.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Andy. We are just wishing you all the best, health and good business. And thank you for taking the time out of an undoubtedly (laughs) busy schedule to to chat with us today. Thank you. I really
1: appreciate it. You guys do a great job. So this is awesome. Thank you.
0: All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. A little bit of good news guys. Row 34 in both Boston in the seaport and in Portsmouth, New Hampshire are now open for row to go. So if you've been hoping for lobster rolls or clam chowder or any of their other tasty treats, check out row34.com and use promo code TFL15 at checkout for 15% off your order.